This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Can we start it like, are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Can we start it like um, just casual, like... Mm, this wine tastes really good. <laughs> Super casual. <Let's> talk. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Bread and Wine. This is a candid conversation between a husband and a wife about our money while we drink some wine. Oh, Cheers. that was good. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate that's, it. That's the opener. Yeah. You came Why up with was it. That so hard, like, for the past almost a year. I don't know. I'm still working on this professional podcasting gig. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we talking about this week, babe? Today, we're going to talk about um, looking ahead and how many steps ahead. And we're going to talk about, I don't know, like, how did we get. How, how did we get to the point where we uh, started looking more than one step ahead? Because that's not that's not like part of the normal um, traditional way of thinking. You mean how did we, the two of us, or just in general human human nature? No, I think like maybe the two of us. Okay, because the human nature would be a little too deep. I'm that would be sure quite I could deep. Answer that. Whoa. I mean, I don't. I'm having trouble formulating this into a question hmm. because I already know the answer. The question would be. Is it smart to look more than one step ahead? And yeah. I definitely think the answer is yes. Yeah. However, I don't think we always do it because no. I don't think that it com- that's an innate feature of our brains. It doesn't come nat- uh, well. Sometimes it doesn't come naturally as humans, but also depending on what situation you're in, maybe you have to react to like I got to do what I got to do right now because I got to survive. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As I opposed think- to, yep. wow, I've got lots of time and freedom and options to like make the. Ultimate decision, right? The one that's the most optimal. It's like if I'm limited, I don't have a lot of time to think about it. I'm going to do the thing that that I think is right. Yeah, yeah, like when you were a caveman and you had um, a baby, and the baby was about to cry and make uh, the animal come chase you mm-hmm. because they were going to hear you. Yeah, you probably kill just, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you went that far. I was just going to say, like maybe. <laughs> your hand over their mouth like oh well just kind of sorry i did go too far whoa but maybe maybe that is how extreme it had to be (laughs) before but now our brains like think multiple steps ahead and we say all right my child is screaming in the middle of target but instead of you know just stopping them from screaming I'm going to actually, you know, try to talk to them and reason with them. And, yeah. Um, because we think multiple steps ahead and we think, well, I don't want my child to hate me for yes. strangling them and quieting them in public all of the time. Yes. It would be bad to strangle a baby in Target. It would. Yes. So, okay. So don't do that, everybody. In in normal fashion, I think okay. we have to... We have to go back and talk about why this has sure, come yeah. up. Sure, yeah. So why did this come week? up? Why did this come up? Why is this in your mind? So you you had gotten a, a comment on social media 
from someone about one of your mortgage payoff videos. Mm-hmm. And instead of just deleting the slightly rude comment or whatever it was, you know, just saying like the, what you're saying is wrong. Like I think the comment was to the tune of paying off your mortgage is so dumb. I can't believe you're telling people to do this. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And instead of in ignoring it or deleting it, you, you engaged in like a little back and forth with this person. And I thought it was really interesting that, the person actually after a few back and forths was like, well, you're, you know, actually like it's, you're right. I am a mortgage banker. So that is why I think paying off your mortgage is stupid. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of came to like full circle at the end of that exchange and said, wow, I never have really thought about what I would do with the money once I paid off my mortgage. Yeah. So in that situation, I think the person was probably just thinking one step ahead. You know, you just think like, got to get to the next step, got to get to my next payment, got to make my next mortgage payment. You're always going to have a mortgage payment. So I think once he sort of like took a 30,000 foot view and was like, wait a minute, what if you can get ahead of that? Hmm, Then you'd have an extra thousand to two thousand dollars a month what would i do with that i, I agree well what, what do you so think I thought that was cool what do you think would allow people i mean instead of instead of you know poking fun at the at the gentleman um because it's 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 ironic because he's telling me don't pay off your mortgage but he's a mortgage banker which is kind of ironic but instead of instead of <laughs> going that time. instead of going that route with this conversation <laughs> okay what do you think people could do us included to allow us to think more than one step ahead. What, what happens in our lives that would, that would give us that ability? Well, I know, I know for you and I, as it relates to parenting, Mm -hmm. there was a book that was recommended to me and like a friend of mine, like sent it to our house. Um, And it was right when I had Zoe because we were having like some, I don't know, I, I was struggling with like tools to get her to listen to me. And I didn't want to always yell. And I didn't really feel comfortable spanking. Yeah. Um, Although I know some people that say it's very effective. I just, something in me, like, I just didn't want to. Um, I, I had been spanked a couple of times and boy, do I remember those moments and boy, do I remember hating my parents in that moment. Yeah. And I don't think it taught me a lesson. (laughs) I think it might've gotten the behavior that they wanted in that moment, but I think it did damage for the long term. So it was when, yeah, I was, I, I was struggling with like trying to find more tools to, to, to work with, with Zoe. Um, and a friend of mine sent that book called. Do you remember which one it was? Yeah, it was like the um, stop yelling and connect, start connecting. Start connecting. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and it sounded super like granola and touchy feely. Because <laughs> I was like, well, you know, I don't spank, but I'll I'll do some you know timeouts. And my friend was telling me, well, you know, you should really read this book because there's actually like some psychology that goes behind like 
what is good about timeouts and what's bad about timeouts. And I'm like, oh my gosh, come on. Can we seriously not even use timeouts anymore? <laughs> like, what is this world coming to? What do I have in my arsenal yeah. to control this two-year-old? Right. Right. Yeah. So she's like, well, just read this book and like, you know, just see, like, because it talks about the effects that different, you know, sort of um, tactics have to the brain. Um, so you and I both read it. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, changed our parenting style immensely. It did, yeah. Immensely. And I still think about that book. And, and if and if we don't remember the book because we're not thinking about it right now, I'll be sure to put it in the show notes, everybody. I'll find it. Something after about posi- something positive parent. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. We'll put it in the notes. But anyway. But what, so what was what was their turning point for you? So it wasn't it wasn't spanking, it wasn't timeouts. What was what was what was the turning point for you that that was not thinking um, one step ahead? Or what that was thinking one step ahead. So it talks about um, the effect that that your your parenting style and the tactics that you use will have on your relationship later mm-hmm. in life. And the so the thing that made me want to think more than one step ahead was and it makes so much sense. It, it said it talks about like when you when you spank, you'll get the immediate result that you want. But number one. I, that tactic is not going to, it might work when they're three, might even work when they're seven to 10. Is it really going to work when they're 21? <laughs> and, and you, <laughs> or 16 or, or 16 whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah. Gosh, even when they're bigger 15, than you, <laughs> when my son is probably going to be double my size. Yeah. So just thinking like, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not something I can use for the long term. And then also just thinking about um, if, you know, what kind of, what kind of effect that would have on my relationship with them, um, down the road. Because again, I, I, from personal experience, I remember, um, you know, it's not like I was beat with a stick or anything, but the couple of times that I was spanked, I remember, and I remember not learning any sort of lesson, just sitting there, like, I'm going to stay away from that person more (laughs) in my, in my hatred at that moment for the person who did it to me. And I'm just like, I don't want my kids to feel that way sure. about me. So anyway, without, I know spanking is a hot topic and like parenting is a hot topic, but I just, I, I started thinking like, okay, well, I, yes, I want short-term results with my kids. I, I want, you know, if we're in public and they're going to have a meltdown, yes, I want to be able to stop that immediately, but I also need to make sure I'm using tactics that can work in the long term. So instead of spanking them or, you know, putting my hand over their mouth to be quiet, I have just, when they were little, like picked them up and left, Mm -hmm. like left the situation. We're at a play place, just literally pick them up, leave, let them calm down, let myself calm down, talk about it when we're rational. Um, Yeah. So there's, I mean, there are different tools, which I don't think we have enough time to even ever go through on this (laughs) Your parenting tools? Yeah, all that we've been through. (laughs) I will say like what what I think like opened our minds and and got us thinking more long-term with our parenting style um, was reading a book and like understanding a little bit of the psychology behind what, um, you know, what happens uh, in the brain when certain behaviors are, are, are done. Sure. And, um, so just, I don't know, I think, so reading a book is, is, is able to expand your mind a little bit. Um, it gives you a different perspective, yeah. right? I mean, like, uh, if you only know 
what your parents did for you, that's then how you are probably going to be as a parent, right? Or, I mean, for your peers. But if that's your circle of influence, which is what my parents taught me and then maybe what my friend group taught me, mm-hmm. you're not really expanding your opportunity to learn more. So, yeah, yeah. to your point, picking up a book that's highly recommended, that's, yeah, that's written by psychologists. By psychologists uh, who have done studies yeah. with multiple, multiple people. For sure. Know, so that <clears throat> I think that gives it a little bit more... Well, in the same sense as you were talking about the gentleman that was talking to me on on the on social media about mm-hmm. our decisions, you could do the same thing with regard to health. You could do the same thing with regard to money. You could do the same thing. Just expanding your viewpoint and taking other people's perspectives into account can help you take a step back and say, huh, that was one way that my parents did it or that I've done it, but here's another way to look at it. Could that be beneficial as well? And maybe maybe the viewpoint that you're hearing is like, nah, I, I would never do that. Or is there a piece of that viewpoint that you're like, hmm, that's, that's, that's something we could probably do. Because yeah, we read that parenting book, but did we do every single piece of advice from the entire book? Mm-mm. Right. So taking that opportunity to kind of see different <laughs> perspectives is yeah. can help you see more than one step ahead. Okay, so in since this is also uh, a financial show, if you'd like it to I be, I feel like we have <laughs> to show. talk. I mean, we, well, <laughs> it'd be a mess if we didn't talk about the short term versus long term thinking with our financials, right? Like, yeah. um, there are. I'm not sure what's going on here. Sorry. Oh, it's poor connection. Yeah. Anyway, so there are. So. There's the short, like, okay, we know that saving for the long term is like the, the way that it, it, look, what did you say the other day? It's, it's not, it's simple, but not easy, but not easy. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, it's, it's simple. You put money in a fund when the kids are born, for example, for their college Mm -hmm. and it continues to grow, you know, and you can put it in something that's even very, um, you know, not sexy. Like you could put it in something that grows at a very like steady and low, you know, the, the turtle's pace instead of the hair. Yeah. (laughs) And we know that works and it's proven to work. Mm -hmm. So why then is it so appealing to buy Dogecoin or <laughs> get in on this AMC thing. Like yeah. we know that there's so much risk and we know the stuff that actually works mm-hmm. long-term. Why is it so hard for all of us? Or why is it appealing still to go with like the quick short-term get rich quick scheme? I think that's inherent in our behavior to try to, to as humans to try to get the thing that's going to solve our problems the fastest. So if you find something or you are aware of something that is going to solve your ails, man, I want to be rich. If so, some if, if that could be solved in about a day, I'm down, you know, or if that could be solved in a week, I'll do that. Cause this other guy or these other people are saying, well, if you really want to be wealthy, it's probably going to take 50 years. <laughs> what would you, what would you rather choose? Well, <laughs> I know that, I know that initially I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it. I want it now. And I want it. I want it all. I want yeah, it fast. Right. But, but like, but I know better than that. I know yeah. that I can't walk into a casino and win every time. Mm-hmm. Why is it still so appealing to try that? 
because it's thrilling. Your 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 dopamine just like goes wow, you know, and you and you buy the Dogecoin and then it goes sky. Whoa! It just doubled in a in a second. That's insane. It's exciting. <laughs> the same thing with yeah. fad diets, right? I mean, I yeah. want to. It's it's simple but not easy. Everybody knows how to be healthy and how to eat right. Everybody does. They really do. Yeah. But it's just like, it's hard. It's very hard. (laughs) It's not. Yeah. Uh, All you have to do is like stop eating donuts, but I can't, but I love some donuts. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. If you, if you heard, Hey, if you just have this liquid diet or you just, uh, whatever you take this pill, you don't, you know, you're going to be all good. It's going to like, wouldn't you do that? Yeah. Yeah. But, but we Unfortunately. know, yeah, and we know from time and time again that the pill has side effects. Yes. <laughs> Whatever that magic pill is that's making you lose weight. Whatever that magic pill is, if it's spanking your kids because they're being really loud, if it's, uh, you know, uh, b- b- buying crypto because you think it's going to it's gonna cure all your ails by tomorrow or whatever, um, you know, taking the magic diet pill. Yeah. They're just, they're just, it's just not real. Yeah. It's not yeah, going to solve your problem. Pill actually is fast. creating a tapeworm yeah. that's <laughs> in your intestines, eating up all your food. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah, the quick fixes are uh, sexy and they're fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm no parenting guru, health fitness guru, or well, I guess I play money. I play a money one on the internet, but the quick fixes don't seem to work. They really don't okay, in the so, long term. So with with parent with the parenting stuff, mm-hmm. one of the things that we did was read a book. Yeah. Um how did how do you think people can get there with other things in their lives? Like with with money. How how do you get <clears throat> how do you get that perspective to look more than one step ahead? Well, I think yeah, as we're describing it, I think it's um it's researching more into a topic that you want to do better with. So if you want to become more healthy than reading and researching multiple books in order to do that is a great place to start. Uh, and if you want to learn about investing, I would read, I'd read some books about it. I'd follow some people that you trust. I'd listen to some people you trust and don't just react right away. Maybe take a, a researcher stance to it where you look into it for quite a while and then decide after a long period of studying, which is the best route for you. And a little bit of trial and error can't hurt either. Uh, same thing with parenting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. That'd be my thought. How, how do we like, that's how I did it. Honestly, like I didn't really know a lot about money. Um, 10 years ago, I really didn't. And I'm like, well, I want to do better with money. We had $50,000 of debt and I had a new family and I want to like, I want to do right by my family. What do I do? I started watching, um, Susie Orman (laughs) started reading books. Um, David Bach, Dave Ramsey. Um, and then I just started getting into more books, more podcasts just over and over again. And there were some things that I learned throughout the process where I'm like, well, actually that was not that great, but with trial and error and more learning, you kind of perfect it over time. So you just have to decide over the long period of time what you want to get better at. Um, Like for me right now, I want to get better with my health. I want to get better at parenting. I want to get better at marriage. Um, So I'm going to be studying more of that and reading some good books, listening to some podcasts, uh, listening to people who have been highly recommended from from people that I trust. And that's where I'm going to dive in. 
so I can think more than one step ahead. See, I struggle. I struggle with it a little bit because I do like to like also live for the day and I like sure. to um, be spontaneous. Like I don't like everything to be so planned out. Yeah. I need a little spontaneity. I need yeah. a little bit of like the unknown. Well, you could do that. Have a little bit of that. I mean, what if your life was 80% of the stuff that you know that you're supposed to do mm. and then 20% spontaneity? And fun and wildness. Yeah, I mean, that's like that's still pretty damn good. You're pl- you're planning out the amount of spontaneity. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that just like negates it right there. I don't. I mean, no, you're right. Like if if all in all it ended up that way, that'd be per- a perfect mix. But yeah. like I don't know. In the moment, how do you know whether this falls under the eighty percent category or the twenty percent category? I don't know. Absolutely. No, I, I hear you. I do think with financials, I am like super happy that you have had this 30,000 foot view because, because now I know that if we do live to 65, that we're set. Yeah. And I know that, um, Yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and honestly having like, you know, having thought steps ahead and, uh, in terms of paying off the mortgage, like, Hey, what, well, what if we don't have to have this payment every single month? And then now we do have like an extra, whatever it is, $1,500 a month. It actually does help us live for the day. It so does. there's a little bit of like, if you do this, then you can plan for that. tomorrow so that you can live for today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I'm going to say goodbye to Instagram. I'm very sorry. Everybody just okay. keeps having some problems, <laughs> um, but that's okay. So, okay. So then there's another, There's another aspect to this um, that I want to explore, and it's kind of the how how do we tell that part of our brain that's like, ooh, yeah, this is this is exciting. Let's get in on AMC or or the part of the brain that's also like like maybe it's not exciting, but it's oh, my God, my child is frustrating me to no end right Mm. now. And I cannot do anything but whatever spank or Mm. push them or like, how do we, how do we turn that short term part of our brain off so that in the moment we don't act on our short term thinking? My answer would be the, the thing that you said was boring is planning. Honestly, it it helps me. So I I can only, I can only say what helps me. I lose my cool less with Calvin when I have a plan for it or I've scheduled out the time that I know I'm going to be working at this time. And then when he's back from school or back from camp, I'm present because when I don't have it planned, that's when I lose it for my money. If I'm like, Hey, I'm going to allocate a certain amount of my budget for fun, wild, weird stuff that I'm interested in. Like if I want to buy into Bitcoin because I think it's fun and different and cool and I want to look into it, then I've allocated my money for it. Um, So whether it's budgeting out your time or budgeting out your money, I think planning ahead helps me. What about you? Yeah, I think, I think a, because uh, you're not much of a planner, so I mean, you well, are. I, I take totally that back. You are a planner. a planner. Yeah, but I just enjoy things more when they're in spontaneity. Too. Yeah, yeah. But you don't like spontaneity with uh, difficult parenting decisions or financial no. decisions. No. So in addition to like what, what you're saying, planning, I would I would kind of interpret more as like I like having 
other tools in the toolbox, like sure. not just a hammer. Yeah. You know, like if all you have is a hammer, you're going to mess up some screws. Sure. You need to have a screwdriver and you need to have, um, you know, a paint speckle. <laughs> Not the <laughs> way know, I hang spreader. things on the wall. You just use the screws. Uh, you just yeah. whack them in. Oh, my God. <laughs> just just never install another toilet paper holder. Sounds good to me. It will always be wiggly. You'll do better at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So just like being prepared with like with other options. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to parenting, what that means to me is you know and you know so that so that when they do we do have those moments i have option a take your take my child and literally leave the situation that's one option another option is um you know taking them and and walking away and just completely you know being calm and letting them have their crying fit in peace you know, outside of the store or in the car or away from the party that we're at, um, have their meltdown and just kind of like ride it out. (laughs) And then, you know, so that is another option or maybe an option is, you know, sometimes I do think like either a reward can help or, uh, you know, punishment can help saying I'll, you know, if you can control yourself, if you can get yourself under, you know, we will get an ice cream when we leave. You know, sometimes that does help. Does it help every time? No. But I think having like a variety of tools and being able to, you know, pick the right one for the right situation and not always use the same one, I think helps a ton. I think that's so You're talking about planning in terms of like planning ahead. I'm talking about planning in terms of planning what what tools I have in my like belt. I like that. And, yeah. and and you got those tools in your belt from, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, doing research with books and things like that, but then also personal experience having gone through the meltdown store situation, right? Totally. Yeah. 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 So, so people could get that same sort of confidence and experience through trial and error, as well as researching what other people are doing. Right. Right. Through books, through research, through podcasts. Other friends. Other friends. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So creating that community. And maybe a little bit of also like letting go of things needing to be perfect, you know, like like knowing that like if my kid cries on an airplane and I've tried seven different things Mm -hmm. and they're still going to cry, like it's, it's so be it. It is what it is. Yeah. Well, I, I like this. I think I think we can uh, I think we can talk about maybe some takeaways. So how we can get one step ahead. Let's let's thank uh, Karen for for being here and thank you, Hi, Carlos, for Hi, being Carlos. here as well. And uh, we appreciate uh, you guys showing up as always. Yeah, on a Friday night. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Hi, Kevin. And Kevin. Oh, nice reflections tonight. Is it okay that I've turned these Friday nights into bread and? Ms. Cal. Ms. Cal down here in Oak Park. Heck yeah. I love it, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin had an opportunity to be on our on our on our podcast and he talked about the the freedom and options he has from paying off his mortgage early as nice. well. So absolutely. And uh, and our buddy Andy. So good to awesome. see you, Andy. Thank you for being here. Let's talk about some takeaways. Um, and you guys chime in too if you got some takeaways. How do you think one step ahead? Or what helps you 
to think one step ahead with regard to... We're multiple steps ahead. Multiple steps ahead. But Absolutely. Just, just not one step in not front of you. Not one right face, in front of you. Right? right? Exactly. I think sometimes that can be blinding and, and it can... It can feel like you're on a hamster wheel. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about our takeaways, um, Nicole. So I think we kind of walked through it a little bit and, and kind of broke things down. Do you want to start with number one? Sure. So I would say um, number one on trying to think more than one step more ahead. More than one step ahead. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, I would say it's it's a good thing to do so that you... You know, I guess I'm trying to like say that the step number one would be like convincing yourself that thinking more than one step ahead is actually a smart idea. Sure, absolutely. Set of reaction time. Totally. Because I do think it can help you plan for the plan for the longer term and just kind of think about how you would handle today and how you want to see things in 10 years, you know, like. Do I want, yes, today I want my child to listen to me. But if I spank, does that mean that in 10 years, I'm going to have the kind of relationship with my child that I want? Right. And do those two things align? So I think, I think step number one is just thinking about what kind of benefits can you can get from thinking ahead and more long-term. Yeah. I think about right? like what's popping up in my head is like... What I call it a month ago when Calvin was annoying me like crazy and I lost it and I told him to shut up, shut up. Mm-hmm. And in the moment, it felt, it felt really good yeah. to just get it out of my mouth. Shut up. But then not five minutes later, I'm like, what kind, I, I, I don't want to have that relationship. Because in five years, do you want to hear your kid telling some other little no. kid on the playground to shut up? Or do I want... Because dad does. Or do I want my son to think that I... I don't that you, know. That, that you I have that disdain to towards him. And don't want him to speak to you? Because <laughs> right. in 10 years, you're going to want nothing more than for him to open up. Absolutely. And talk to you. Absolutely. So... So, yeah. For me, it's preparing myself to be ready for those moments. And um, that's how, that's how I better myself. So anyway, that's my, that's my takeaway from your takeaway. So takeaway number one is convince yourself (laughs) that it is a good idea to think more than one step ahead. Okay. Uh, Takeaway number two is if you are looking for support with this ability, uh, look no further than a great book. Honestly, great book, great podcast, great blog or whatever, anything that helps you in that category you're looking to improve. And we're all looking to improve. It's like educate yourself. Education. Education, it really does unlock different parts of your brain. It does. It it allows us to think in different ways, which is amazing. And education comes with truly trying to educate yourself, I believe comes with some humility as well. Saying as you step into the process of learning, just saying, I don't know it all. And that's okay. I don't, I don't know it all. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. So stepping into that book saying, Hey, I want to prove myself here or stepping into a new show or a new podcast or a new YouTube channel. That's really interesting. I want to open up and learn here. Um, I think that could be, that could be really beneficial for myself as I'm saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about you? Um, number three? Takeaway number three would be, um, for me, would be um, to plan, plan ahead so that you can reach those 
longer term goals, um, whether it means you want to pay off your mortgage so that you can have two thousand extra dollars a month <laughs> for vacations or yeah. whatever. So planning for it as well as having like different tools in your tool chest so that when if you have kids and you, you know, something happens, you have multiple ways of being able to handle it versus feeling like you don't know what to do. And so you're just going to go to the lizard brain Mm -hmm. and do, you know, the fight or flight kind of reaction. So, yeah. I like how we come back to the lizard brain versus the evolved brain. I know. I feel like that's kind of a theme here with this show. It's been a big thing for you and I, like in the last couple of years. What's true. A lot of realizations about feeling or thinking a certain way, but then think, then, then being able to reflect on it and be like, well, is it, but then what? Right. Right. Exactly. That we're feeling and thinking this way. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things out there in society right now. It's like, Hey, you know, that's an easy, quick fix. But hey, 10 years from now, what's that going to be like? Right. So. Hey, it's an easy, quick fix for us to get some stimmy checks. <laughs> yes, totally. What's that going to mean? <laughs> and 10 years from now, is a pack of gum going to cost $25? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> or are we going to have to pay this big bill Maybe at the end of the road? government should be listening to this show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like the stimmies. Those were nice. I, they are. Uh, we they were definitely nice. partying when they came in. But, but. you know what? You can't find anybody to work at any of the <laughs> restaurants now. Yeah, there's a lots of so there's, lots of things that go into that for that's sure. That's the tapeworm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the magic pill. Um, yeah, side effect. I sure, it's got some side effects. Sure. Well, we'll <laughs> see where all that all goes. That's a, probably a good conversation for future weeks. Everybody, thank you so much for joining. We appreciate it. Ooh, and I like that the whole time. I like your hair. Your hair looks beautiful. Uh, if you have any topics or ideas for us, please send it our way on social media. Andy at Andy Hill, MKM, that is. And you could also leave a voicemail at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash voicemail. Uh, or just uh, put it here on the YouTube stream. We'd love to love to hear from you. Did, Vic, something, Victor something. says, airplane trick with kids, Benadryl. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can go the other way too, though. We have done that a couple of times. Yeah. And uh, if they're overtired, they actually... Comes back the other way. Oh, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I may have been traveling without you. Was that on the California Probably. trip? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everybody. You guys have a great evening and have a great holiday weekend. We'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers.